We're joined by our friend Ashton Rotman from ESPN Milwaukee, who also owns a food truck. How you doing, Ashton? I'm good, John. Thanks for having me. So what's the name of the food truck? What do you sell? Our food truck is Rot's Hots. Uh, we sell anything that's classic comfort foods, uh, hot dogs, burgers, polar sausage, uh, a gourmet grilled cheese. I may have invented that. Ooh. That's obviously why I like it. Tater tots instead of fries. All sorts of good stuff that makes you feel warm in the heart. Now, Ashton, as a newer teammate of yours, I learned through the grapevine that you're a master baker, but you're busy here yes. at Good Karma Brands. Yes. So now to find out that you have a food truck on top of it, what started that? So uh, my dad and I had, for years and years and years ago, we'd wanted to open up a restaurant that was burgers, hot dogs, kind of Chicago favorites. That was kind of how it started. That's one of the things that we connected as a family was food. My mom owned a bakery and cafe when I was younger, so I've always been around the restaurant business. Uh, my dad got pancreatic cancer, passed away, so what we decided to do was turn it into a pop-up kind of fundraiser, Raw Tots, and we decided to use that as a kind of a way to build awareness and research for pancreatic cancer, which is one of the ones that's very difficult to catch early, uh, and it's getting better, but after a while, I had still wanted to do a restaurant and said, why don't we just do a food truck instead? So that dream kind of became a reality last year, and we're just moving on and on and, and uh, kind of trying to figure things out. That's wonderful. So you're getting all around Illinois, mm-hmm. southeastern Wisconsin, yep. right? I mean, the Rod Sods calendar is starting to fill up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, some, <laughs> weekend summers. And, and then, John, we all sit down in our, in our meeting. He says, hey, the, the, the food truck rules in Milwaukee are changing, and this ain't good. So we're like, well, we got to talk to Ashton about yeah. this. Like, he's got to be in the know more than anybody. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. I had not heard about it until you guys had brought it up to me. So I'm reading about it. I'm trying to formulate an opinion. And I'm honestly, I was reading and I was, I was intrigued, and I, I kind of like most of them. And part of the issue, issue with food trucks, and this is Illinois and in Milwaukee County, Racine County, Waukesha County, that I'm finding is it's kind of the Wild West. Is that There are no regulations that encompass the entire state or entire counties. It's like this town might be doing it this way. That town might be doing it another way. The health and safety in Racine might be different than in Brookfield uh, or in Round Lake, Illinois, which is someplace. Like all it's, it's all different, so you have to get all these different permits and licensure, and you have to get things inspected, and it's great, and I'm glad they're being inspected and they're being thorough on it, but I would love some sort of universal system. So at least what I think what uh, Milwaukee County is trying to do is at least eliminate some of the millions of different types of paperwork that it feels like uh, get printed out and also filled out. So basically, it will now say there are two types of places food trucks can be. It will create two different sorts of zones. One would be a zone where a food truck like yours can be there in a space for no more than six hours in a 12-hour period and no food served after 1 a.m. The second zone would allow a certain number of food trucks on a block, and each food truck would have a permanent parking space. Like you said, sometimes you see these areas, and there might be like 20 food trucks. Mm -hmm. Then you see a random one on a corner somewhere. Do you like the idea that this would be strictly regulated? Who can be where and for how long? I do. I, I think there are bits and pieces of it that are actually positive. I do like the idea of having zones that you know you can go to, and this is the food truck park area, and obviously Zocalo, which is a local one that already has that kind of built into as a business. Uh, but to me, one of the ideas is the going out and just going out on the street for a lunch day. We, this is not something we do quite yet for Ratsas, but you see taco trucks out there, you see burger trucks, other specific type of trucks that are out there, and they're just on streets trying to sell lunch. And I think one of the issues is you're not sure where you can go. You're not sure how long you can be out there. You're not sure if you have to get anything approved. And people joke about coming outside our studio. It's like, hey, Ashton, bring the food truck out one day. Right. I'd love to. I have no idea if I can or can't. Uh, it's You have to call. I have to get things approved. I have to pay uh, fees. And it's just kind of figuring out those little 
nuances of everything. And so I think some sort of structure is helpful. Do I think that exactly is the way that I would want it structured? No. I don't know if I like the idea of saying only a certain amount of food trucks can go here for a certain amount of time. Uh, that limits, obviously, the opportunities for other food trucks. And it's a small business. So that's something you want to – anything you can take advantage of as a small business, you want to be able to do that. So I do think this is a good start, uh, but I am kind of – interested to see what the pushback will be from other food truck owners if there are just opposing views or ideas that get tossed around with it. See, and I wonder how much of this is sort of designed to protect brick and mortar, because you talked about brick and mortar, restaurant, we want to have this available, and you ultimately pivoted to food truck, which many are doing. Mm -hmm. The overhead's much less. It's a totally different game. Meanwhile, some restaurant owners are like, well, hey, wait a minute here now. The food truck is killing me. So how much of this is to sort of protect uh, the George Webbs of the world, a place that might be open 24 hours and things like that. I, I think it, it should help. That's one of the positives. I'm looking at it, trying to look at it from both sides, because one of my dreams is still one day to open up a brick and mortar using the food truck as the launching point. And, but I think one of the ideas is if Milwaukee County and other counties that may follow suit within the state and with other states is if they can regulate, say, hey, um, there are these or open 24-7. They've been here for seniority, maybe what might be one way they do it. And I say, it's been here for a decade. We don't want to mess with their business. That would be that would just be not smart. They would might get upset. That's a whole other litigation that could come. So you can block off a zone for this mile. You can't go here. We want to be able to park, and we want to be able to see these brick and mortars that are already there. That's one thing they could do. So I, I totally understand any brick and mortar that might be upset by all the food trucks that are in the way, for for lack of a better term. So I think the idea of building some sort of regulation that says, hey, these businesses are all here. This is already a busy food district. We want to get other food districts involved and create the kind of different things for these small business food trucks. Why don't we move them to a different area? That's where I like the zone. I think it's an interesting idea and concept. Um, I do think that then to puts more on these food trucks to be able to market themselves, which is, it's a business. You have to do that anyways. Right. We're talking with Ashton Rotman, of Rot's Hot's food <laughs> yeah. truck. Now, you bring up the business model. Mm-hmm. Man, every weekend out with the food truck, yep. and we're hearing that one of the regulations is you can't be somewhere longer than six hours. Yeah. What is the length of time that it's worth it for you to be out in a food truck on the weekend? So it, there are a couple of factors. Uh, one is prep time that has to go into it. Uh, so usually we need about a half hour to an hour to get everything, to get on site, park, get prepped, get generators running, get our electric uh, going, get things uh, cooking and, and start to get warm so that we can have everything fresh to go, get our POS system operated, operational so that we can have things up and running. So it's about half hour to an hour. Any event that we call events, any event or a day on the weekend that's about four hours usually ends up being worth it. Um, that's where we try to ballpark is anywhere between three and six hours is kind of where we're busiest, depending on what's going on, depending on the, the weather is a huge real part of it too, which that's why the regulations like are great and that's awesome, but it could be snowy and rainy. It's not going to matter anyway, so you're not going <laughs> to get many people going. The four-hour range is usually where I think that's where we're really starting to hit our stride. Uh, when it comes to a food truck, and it, it all depends on how many other food trucks are near us, or is it a specific food truck event? Is it something we're just out at a soccer tournament? It, it's There's all sorts of factors that go into it, which make it a really interesting uh, kind of research project each week, but uh, four hours is probably where we're at. Ashton Rotman is the owner of Rots Hots. Ashton, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, guys.